Do you ever find that sometimes you just come home after a long day of teaching and you cannot shake the day off? You feel like you're replaying everything that happened, you're carrying on being annoyed about it, you're moaning about it to everyone who will listen, and you're finding literally that you just are not letting go. Well, you're not alone. (laughs) That happened to me recently, so we're going to talk about that today and strategies that you can use to help shake the day off. But before we get into all that, if you're new here, this is the Teach On, Teach On podcast. I'm Katie. I'm a secondary school teacher from London, and this podcast is all about helping you be the best teacher you can be. And we look at personal development here. So you could call it self-help, but I don't really like that term. It's more about character development, developing yourself to be a good person with good character, and to give you the mindset and the self-discipline and all these kind of tips to help you be just a good person which in turn will make you be a good teacher. So today's episode is episode 101. So we hit the big three digits earlier this week. So episode 100 we talked about all the episodes up to this point that have made a big impact and that have hit the most top downloads and they're just strategies to help you be 100% happier. And there is a free download available with that podcast episode as well. So if you want to check that out, you can go to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 100 and you'll see all the links and the download to the freebie over there. So this is episode 101 and we're going to be talking about how to not take everything home with you, how to leave things at school. And I don't mean work. I'm not talking about grading, marking, lesson planning, all that stuff. I'm talking about the mental baggage that we seem to carry with us. Now, I know I do this because I did it yesterday. (laughs) I had come home and had, it was a good day up until about lunchtime. Then I had a very difficult, challenging group in the afternoon who tested my patience right to the very end. And unfortunately, I took that home with me. And I was thinking about it and I was thinking about how else I could have handled it and thinking about what they did and think about how annoyed I was. And basically, I wouldn't let it go. It just didn't help. (laughs) Sometimes venting helps. But most of the time, if you don't let go after a good vent, it's not going to help because you are clutching onto it. And that's not good because what happens is you relive things. When you think about something... In your mind's eye, it's actually reliving the experience. So why on earth would we choose to relive negative experiences? Like, what is that? Why do we do that? I was going over the lesson in my head and going, I can't believe they behaved this way. Can't believe they said that. Can't believe he did that. Can't believe she did that. Can't believe they had to sit through that meeting. You know, all these things. Like, why am I reliving it? There is no benefit to this. I've already analyzed the situation. I've dealt with it the best way I could at the time. I've reflected on what I need to reflect on, move on and let it go. Let it go. It's one of those things you just have to not worry about it. You've got to come home and switch off. So how can we switch off? Well, what I did is I distracted myself and that's the best way for me anyway to let go. You can't just tell yourself, stop thinking about something because if I tell you, Stop thinking about elephants. (laughs) What are you thinking about right now? Elephants. So we need to distract ourselves, really. So you can do that in any way that is good for you. 
I personally love movies or reading. They are the best ways to get lost in another world where you're not worrying about your own problems and you're just focusing on something else. Preferably that's not about teaching. So I just put on a movie and I enjoyed my evening. When the movie ended, I started thinking about it again though, so then I did something else. And the other thing I like to do is switch my mindset and think about something positive. So that's when I like to pull out my gratitude journal. I've got a couple of questions in my bullet journal that I like to reflect on every day. Things like, what are you thankful for? What went well today? These kinds of things that get you thinking about the good. And again, it's like reverse of what we said before. The more negative things you think about, the more you're relieving them. But it also is the same with positive. So as you're thinking about positive experiences, your brain's reliving them too, and actually it's creating the same emotions. It's quite a powerful tool, and we need to make more use of this. So I was winding myself up in a tizzy yesterday, reliving negative things, but I was able to switch it literally at a click by changing the questions I was asking myself. And before I was asking myself, oh my God, how bad was today? Oh my God, how hard is your job? Oh my God, how difficult is this? Oh my God, how tired are you? (laughs) And as I've said in numerous episodes before, your brain will find an answer to whatever question that you ask it. So you've got to think very carefully about what questions you're asking yourself. If you're asking yourself negative questions, you're going to find negative answers. But if you switch that and ask yourself something positive you'll find positive answers and you'll feel better too. So it's really important that you take control. You do not have to bring the day home with you. You do not have to reflect about how hard your job is. I know how hard it is. I have to be honest with you because I'm sharing with you experiences that I go through as well because I know if I'm going through these experiences, someone else out there is going to feel the same as well. And one final tip I have for helping you not take everything home with you mentally and emotionally is to not beat yourself up over things that you actually feel like you did the best in at the time. So here's an example, and you can probably relate. I found myself getting quite overwhelmed and stressed the other day because I had to chase people up to do things that I'd asked them to do in order for things to go smoothly. And I was getting very frustrated. I was contacting, calling, emailing, going, oh my God, has this been done? And then I had to create plans to rectify the problem that was caused by these people not doing what they had to do and organize things to try and make it work in the meantime until these people did what they were supposed to do. And it was creating more stress for me. And I was getting annoyed and worried and freaking out. And then I thought, you know what? I've done my best. I have done everything right that I needed to do. It's not my fault (laughs) that other people are not doing their job. Sometimes all you can do is do your best. And I don't think it's fair that other people not doing their job should create more stress and anxiety for us because we already have enough. We are worried about our kids and their futures. We do not have the mental and emotional capacity to mop up everyone else's mistakes because they're not doing their jobs properly. So I'd say give yourself a bit of permission. And if things don't work out the way you'd hoped, and it's not your fault because you did everything right, then you just have to go home with peace knowing that you did your best. And actually, that's all you can do. We can't make everyone do what they need to do. 
we can influence, we can try our best, we can do everything, like if you're a manager, for example, you do everything that you are meant to do, but sometimes you literally just can't pick up that hand and make that person type for themselves. So I think the bottom line here is you have to give yourself a break because I found myself worrying and freaking out over things that weren't in my control. I had done my job. I did everything that I needed to do and I was waiting on other people to do their job. There's only so much you can do. We can't push ourselves and worry and freak out and let it rob us of our joy and of our free time when we go home. That time should be with your family or just by yourself, relaxing, whatever it is that you want to do. It should not be worrying about other people not doing their jobs. It just shouldn't. We have to learn to cut off. And so if no one else has said this to you before, I'm giving you permission to adjust your mindset, look at things differently and know that if you did everything that you could do, that's it. That's it. You don't need to worry about other people not doing their job. I know it can affect you. I know that. But at the end of the day, as long as you said, look, I've done this. I've asked for this. This is what should have been in place. What more do you want from me? <laughs> you know, we take on so much as teachers. We have to learn to stop and know when enough is enough. There are things that we should carry and there are things that we shouldn't. And if you don't want to take your emotional baggage home of teaching, you have to learn to cut that off and just say enough is enough I've done my bit I've done more than enough the rest is down to someone else you can't do it all right you can't run a school by yourself there are too many people involved and you can only do your bit so I hope that's been helpful today and I hope it's just given you a bit of a mindset shift it's something that I was experiencing too and something that I was going through and I found that these strategies and these mindset shifts have really helped me so I hope they help you too and remember, for us teachers, it's not just all the paperwork. We have emotional baggage and mental baggage that we're carrying too. So the more we can lighten that load, the better. All right, so I hope that helps. Keep teaching on Teaching Strong and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.